You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is my interview with the writer and director for Old Henry, Patsy Ponceroli, and the star, Tim Blake Nelson. Why'd you settle here? Up at dawn, working the crops, rain or shine. You'll discover there's worse arrangements. Paul's a good man, Wyatt. I ain't him. Stop fretting about it. You know I saw what's in the back of that closet. I've done things I wish I could take back. I best go look for the rider. Alive? Barely. What do you think happened? Some kind of shootout? Stay here and keep an eye on him. Uh, oh my. Who the hell are you? My pa found you. Oh, go fetch him. Won't you put my gun in my satchel? I don't know what you're talking about. You better think long and hard on what you got yourself into. Funny, I was about to tell you the same thing. Riders. There are gonna be three of them. I'm Sheriff Sam Ketchum. We've been scouting for a man on the run. He's dangerous. They ain't lawmen. They bank robbers. Your last name McCarty? That's right. First name? Henry. Why they didn't shoot you dead, I don't know. I got this crazy idea. There might be more to old Henry than meets the eye. Some shaky old farmer? He didn't hold that pistol like any farmer I've ever seen. Listen to me. What's going to happen will happen quick. You got a lot of fight for a farmer. You have no idea the hailstorm you're fixing to let loose. Consider me properly warned. Where'd you come from? Every place on earth but this. Who are you, Paul? I'm being joined here today by the writer and director for Old Henry, Patsy Ponceroli. That's it, exactly. Yeah. And the star of the film, Tim Blake Nelson. So, gentlemen, uh, first of all, how are you all doing? Uh, world premiere at Venice, now doing promotion for the film. I know also it's screened for a few people over at Toronto. How has the uh, you know the last couple of days been for you all? Uh, I mean, it's been... For me, it's been amazing. Uh, Tim's used to this fanfare because he's he's done a bunch of fantastic movies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's been it's really been just a, a crazy experience. Uh, Venice was not, that's in my blood now. I have to go back, so that's going to be my lifelong goal is to get back there. It's especially gratifying when a smaller film, and this is a smaller film, yeah, with big scope and a big heart and a lot of thrills and a lot of violence, like any good Western. Mm -hmm. But it, but it is a small independent film. Yeah. Uh, and when that can get the kind of recognition this is receiving, it's it's incredibly gratifying, and I'm very happy for Potsy. That's awesome. And uh, you know, I actually want to start off by, by uh, addressing the Western uh, aspect of it all, Potsy. Not many people are making Westerns nowadays, unfortunately so, I feel like. Um, I 
have gotten the sense over the last couple of years that this is not a genre that big studios want to necessarily uh, dive into. Tim, you just mentioned yourself, it's a small independent film. So curious to know where the idea came from of wanting to do a Western and were you aware of how difficult it might be to release into this marketplace? Yeah, I think, I mean, like every filmmaker, I I didn't think about the release part because you just want to make the movie but sure. you're hoping it gets out there but um <laughs> yeah but yeah i think you know starting this process i wouldn't have called myself a western fan but then as i got in i was like oh yeah i all these movies that growing up uh, i would watch you know the different you know from back in the day of uh like tombstone and young guns and then you know getting up to 310 to yuma and open range and then you know, the, the newer ones, uh, True Grits and, you know, it's like mm-hmm. Westerns have always been there. They, they, you know, they're never, I think they have flows where they come more popular, but you know, this was, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would have ever said I set out to make a Western. This story just kind of came up at the right time. And then, you know, my company hideout with my partner, Shannon and, and shot studios decided to make, you know, to go ahead and make a Western. So this, it just kind of, was the right place, right time. Um, and, you know, this story really spawned out of the location. Um, we were scouting on this location. We were scouting on this property, huge 25 acre land outside of uh, Nashville. And we were scouting for a different project. And we came over and saw this house down in this valley. And it's a hundred plus year old house. And it just kind of, you know, walking through it and, and sitting there. And that's kind of where the story came from is just being out there alone what would you do if, if danger came to you um and so yeah and then it just it kept you know getting more and more evolved and you know historical moments were added and then that's just kind of where it, it all spawned from now well danger certainly comes to old henry but as uh heisenberg says in breaking bad i am the danger and uh, old henry <laughs> certainly has some tricks up his sleeve uh tim You've played numerous characters over the years, uh, even in this genre as well, uh, most famously in The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Tell me, what was it about this particular character here that Potsy had created that really drew you in? Inside of a meat and potatoes Western with violence and mysteries revealed and uh, action sequences, this movie has a very tender heart mm-hmm. exposing a relationship between a father and son in which the parent is struggling with whether he should protect his son from the outside world um, or expose him to it so that the boy can face its challenges when he becomes an adult. Mm-hmm. And that's something very personal to me as a father of three boys. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, Patsy, I really loved how you choose, how you chose to shoot this film. I really loved the widescreen uh, scope of it all. It really captures the landscape really beautifully. But from what I understand from a production standpoint, you guys had to shoot this in the middle of the pandemic. So... Obviously, you're outdoors for a lot of this. I'm sure that must have, I, I guess, helped. I'm not really sure. We're all still learning a little bit about how productions on uh, during the age of COVID are occurring. So can you tell me about what challenges and logistics you had to face while shooting this? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, luckily this location and every scene was within about 300 yards of each other. So even the hilltops were just mm-hmm. around the corner from that main house. Um, so that was a bonus. We got to stay in one location for the whole time. Uh, but, you know, shooting in the winter, your daylight hours are shorter. Nice. You had COVID protocols in the morning where you have to get your temperature checks. It takes off, you know, a good 30 minutes of your day. But I think in the end, yeah, because everyone had to be, you know, if we shut down, it affected everyone, all the crew, because nobody was really working at the time. So yeah. everyone really wanted to be here and wanted to make this thing work. So the crew and the cast, everyone was so great in staying healthy and, and really staying out of, you know, they weren't going out, they weren't hanging out with other people. We kind of created a pod and everyone tried their best to stay in it. Um, So I think that really brought everybody together and everyone really pushing to one big family to make this thing, you know, get through without a hitch. Um, And we did, we we made it through without any, I think we had two instances, but they caught them before they got on set. And, you know, we had backups for them and then they came back when they, when they had their quarantine up. And so it was, it was a really good, uh, it was a really good experience even throughout COVID. Nice. And Tim, you know, in the third act of this movie, uh, you, uh, you mentioned, uh, violence a couple of times in some of your replies here, it certainly gets violent and it is a hell of a ride in that third act. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about, um, just the work that goes into, uh, from a physicality standpoint of, uh, acting in those, in those types of scenes? Months of prep go into doing scenes like that. Uh, literally living with the pistols and Mm -hmm. learning to shoot every weapon and handle every weapon that isn't a gun. Um, And also being in in the sort of physical shape that the role is going to demand. But even before that, being in the sort of physical shape to make my body credible as that of of a guy who's lived off the land for decades. I'm not complaining, however, it's great fun <laughs> to do that work. I, one of the reasons I'm an actor is because each role brings new challenges. And thankfully, Potsy asked me to, to meet the challenges of this one that he wrote. Tim would, I mean, he's not lying about months of prep. You know, he would take the shotgun home with him every night for, for months before, Yeah. load it, unload it, load it up for hours in his room, even, you know, swinging the pickaxe. He, 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 you know, learned the right way to do it. It wasn't, you know, it's more of just a motion over and over, not so much really powering through. And he got lessons in how to carve a pig and the, uh, you know, chopping. He wanted everything to feel so authentic. So, you know, he, I, I've never seen an actor come so prepared every day and 
and studied on every piece of it. Um, and that's why I think Henry feels so authentic and, and, you know, you can actually picture him on lands because he, Tim really does, you know, gets, he dives in and really just make sure that that's such a natural thing mm -hmm. to him. So uh, it's pretty impressive to see. Oh, thanks. I, I've been told that even on uh, very serious projects like this uh, that require a lot of dramatic weight from the actors and uh, as you were mentioning, Potsy, uh, a very, very uh, determined crew to make sure that the job gets done and gets done well, uh, that there are still moments of levity on set or a memorable day or something along those lines. Uh, is there anything that, especially in dealing with the outside elements or, um, you know, just this time era, I'm sure there had to be something that must have come up uh, during production that stands out in your mind as a moment of uh, levity. I mean, I have two, but honestly, every day, you know, Tim Tim would never go back to his trailer. He would stay on set and hang out. And <laughs> so in between takes, you'd get a joke from him or you'd get a story. And there was somewhere it was like halfway through a joke, we'd have to go back and shoot or AD would be calling us. and like, hold on, hold on. We got to hear the rest of this joke. Or <laughs> So, you know, and I come from my shows heavily broad comedy and so I like goofing off and having fun and said it should feel fun and, and lighthearted so it was hard in those moments to be like all right we got to be we got to be down here we got to keep keep the you know because we're going into a serious scene or something but mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite moments was Tim and I were with Rocky our stunt coordinator trying to block his uh, there's a scene on the porch where he starts firing the gun and then he does this amazing stunt and so as that escalated, I think Tim and I were both kind of like little kids going, is this too much? Or have we gone into uh, campy mode or is this enough? Or and like, mm -hmm. but it was just fun to like walk through those moments together and, and just get so excited about, you know, we're, we have, somebody gave us money to go do these insane things, you know, luckiest people in the world. So um, yeah, I think there's a lot of fun in that, but yeah. Yeah, this was certainly one of the best times I've ever had on a shoot. I always liked going and watching the pigs because the pigs were living yeah. on this, you know, they were living on our set for the entire time. Yeah. And just every day that that sty <laughs> became more and more repulsive. And they were shitting on each other and pissing on each other. And there was a pecking order. And so yeah. they would bicker and shove at each other. And... <laughs> I, I just, it, it was, it was oh, and they're just massive. Hilarious. They're bigger than I thought they were. They were massive creatures. Yeah. And then we ended up in a scene where, uh, you know, Potsy had me throw a 175 pound guy in there, a stuntman. And this poor guy had to be launched into the pen by the pipsqueak actor. I mean, Jesus, so much. Well, and, and we had laid a tarp down that he was going to land on. So Tim just had to throw him over onto the tarp. <laughs> But Tim chucked him too far. I guess he bounced off the back of a pig and his whole body lands on the tarp, but his face <laughs> lands <laughs> face first in the pig shit. Get out and of so here. we had, he had to lay still because he, he didn't want to break the scene and have to do it over. And it's raining and it's freezing cold. Yeah. And so he lays there a good 10 seconds and we yell cut and he stands up and he's just got a face full of and so we felt i mean i think we both felt really bad for him but yeah. it was uh yeah. <laughs> it was a great it was a fun time and of course our stunt coordinator rocky was like he loves it when the stuntmen have things like that happen because it's like the ribbing that they do with each other is pretty amazing nice nice 
Uh, Tim, we are very much eagerly anticipating uh, what you have coming up next, especially with uh, Nightmare Alley. Uh, but Posse, I, I, I'm I'm a little unaware of what it is that's uh, next on the horizon for you. You said before you worked in comedy. Now move. I'll on answer that. Series. This oh. guy, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this guy is uh, so they're starting to share old Henry, his agents, um, and he is inundated with scripts. Every time I call him, he's he's reading two or three scripts. Uh, I'm very excited to learn what he's going to do next. <laughs> Good for you. Now um, you can answer, Patsy. So we, you know, I, I don't know if it'll be the next one. We, you know, we're building one out though with, um, we actually partnered with Rough House on a, on a script that I really like. And um, so that looks like it might be the next one, but it, it really depends, you know, because it's in the beginning stages, we need to cast it and, and get out there. And But yeah. It won't. I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle of this Western drama and the broad comedy I've, I've done before. So it'll be, you know, I, I'm really loving the dark comedy, mm-hmm. action, dark comedy world. So um, something with some quirky characters with some action and some some laughs. Well, if you need a guy who can play quirky characters, he's uh, sitting right next to uh, my Zoom screen over here. <laughs> I've already sent him. I've already sent him the script. <laughs> and so every script I read, go. I'm like, all right, where can Tim fall? Where can Tim fall on this one? All right. <laughs> so, well, thank you all very, very much for the time here thank today. You. I really appreciate it very much. The film is called Old Henry, and it will be coming out October first. Gentlemen, you both have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Good to meet you. Take care. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to my interview with the director and writer for Old Henry, Patsy Ponceroli, and the star, Tim Blake Nelson, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Old Henry is now playing theatrically in the United States from Shout Studios. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.